Hey, what is up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Doc Report Podcast. It's your boy, Doc, as you all know by now. And I want to thank you all for tuning in per usual and just thank you all for just supporting the show. Also supporting FNL Radio because, of course, you can catch those shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, um, iHeart, Spotify, now on Amazon, and somewhere else. Wherever you can find your podcast, everyone, wherever you've been listening to, I thank you and appreciate your support. Because it's been some good shows that we've been having And this is going to be the first episode of 2023 Because the last episode I left you all with was the year-end special You know, the episode I did talking about everything from what I've been through in 2022 And how it's going to help me become a better person in 23 And there's always experiences and things change too Because definitely a lot has changed since I did that last episode within a very short few weeks So, <laughs> I might get into some of that tonight for you all But I do thank you all again for tuning in and again, find us on those uh, podcast platforms and then find me on social media at Mr. Doc, MRDOC on Instagram. No, MR underscore DOC on Instagram, MRDOC on Twitter. And I don't entertain Snapchat like that. Shout out to the box. And um, that is pretty much where you can find me. Oh, TikTok. I am on the TikTok still on uh, the Doc Report, so you can find me on there. But I do have a special guest tonight, everybody, on the podcast. So this has been a. A while in the making, so this has been since quarantine COVID 2020 yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the yes. making. And so I have my special guest here, I'm going to let him introduce himself here. What's up guys, it's Tatishi, also known as at HouseHusbandXX on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm trying to get into TikTok, man. <laughs> it's so hard, it's so hard. Yes. Um, but yeah, Tatishi, your boy, I'm yeah. here today. Finally, everyone, it has been... Like I said, since doing Instagram lives, <laughs> <laughs> way back, way back in the uh, in the pandemic, in the panoramic. Right, man, it's been three years already. Yeah, goodness, well, this is good shit. You met, yes. I met some good ass people during the pandemic. Absolutely, like the way the internet came together during the pandemic yes. was wild. Right, it was needed. Um, I mean, of course, I met you. We like bonded over music, and we bonded over just like different, like just. I don't want to say nuances on the internet, but just like uh-huh. random shit on the internet, right. like, you know? Yeah. And um, I was thinking to myself, like, the other day, I was talking to my friend that's an artist, and um, I was like, yo, we really, like, been kicking it for, like, three years now. Mm-hmm. Like, I've known you for, like, th- like it, it don't feel like three years because it's, like, the pandemic felt like a 20-minute just horror movie, mm-hmm. you know? You don't know yes. what the fuck is going on. Right. Um, but now you're like, yo, like, you didn't think that these relationships were, like, really going to evolve the way that they have mm-hmm. where it's like you may not see someone every day but you still fuck with them like you you chill with them right so, yeah fuck yeah yes so the creative minds have come together finally everybody yeah <laughs> but um so how have you been though since then you know what's been that what's been new with you oh child man <laughs> jesus christ i i've had a lot happen to me i've had a lot i don't want to like um i won't get too deep into it because it you know it's still like personal things that are processing mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I would say a large thing that happened in my life is that I got injured. Um, so my background before kind of being in the creative industry was um, coaching. So I was a strength coach for elite athletes for about seven and a half years now. Eight, it'll be eight years this year. And um, so I, I'm, I'm used to moving all the time. I'm used to you know doing my thing. And um, <laughs> last year, Last December, not, not 2022, 
2021 December, I went out and I hadn't been out in a while. Cause like as a coach, I'm grinding all the time. I gotta like practice what I preach. Yeah. So I'll be out drinking like that, <laughs> uh-huh. whatever. And I was out for all of 20 minutes and there was some water on the floor and I slipped Ooh. and I fell into a split, man. <sighs> and I heard two pops, pop, pop in my left leg. And so I tore two, uh, two hamstrings. So you have three hamstrings in each mm-hmm. leg. I tore two of them uh, directly off the bone. And um, I went to the ER and uh, I was talking to, you know, they have you like come in and like triage and whatever shit like that. Mm-hmm. And my leg was so swollen. I had, I had to take myself to the ER the next day. My leg was so swollen, I had to limp in. And um, the doctor like looks at my leg and he's like, oh, is it your IT band? I'm like, no. Like, yo, this has, like, been my background for, like, seven and a half years. Like, no, it's it's my hamstring. Like, I'm telling you, it's my hamstring. Yeah. And um, he ended up misdiagnosing it as just a strain. Mm. But I had two complete ruptured tendons off the bone. So I went about nine months just trying to nurse it and rehab it because he just, like, gave me some ibuprofen and sent me on my way. Mm. And so... Um, after about kind of nursing it for a while, I, I noticed that like I had a ball in the back of my leg. I was like, okay, now you get a second opinion. And it was really scary. It was a really scary time for me because as someone that appreciates movement regularly and appreciates having blood, like that blood flow and being an active person, mm-hmm. for those many months, I couldn't be active. I had to like be stagnant. I had to be like, you know, in a controlled space. And um, I just remember like, you get, you get in your head a lot and you're like, will I ever be the same again? Will mm-hmm. I ever? And I think we could we can d- dive deeper into that on how that kind of mindset is in any traumatic situation. But mm-hmm. um, for me, I had to go get a second. I, I was like, I'm going to go get a second opinion. Like, I can't wait. Like, I really need to take care of this. Yeah. And that was a deep time of depression. I would say like 2022 was a deep d- depressive year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got my second opinion in September had my surgery in November and um, typically when you get a tendon injury you have about three to four weeks to get it repaired mm-hmm. if it's going to be successful yeah it had been almost a year right so I was I was fucking nervous as shit I was my anxiety was through the roof I was you know at that time I had just like you know popped back on the internet in July so I was like I took a um, probably about a six to seven month break from the internet just to focus on writing and focus on myself and just like find healthy ways to like cope with like dealing with this injury mm-hmm. and um so at the at the time of my surgery i felt like i was like getting that rush like a peak on social media and stuff like that so it was really hard to balance both like having to be like that person yeah. a social media presence and but in your personal life you're you know you're dealing with a lot mentally mm-hmm. um and, I, and to be honest, I don't think I really came out of that till probably maybe about a month. Probably, I, I would say like beginning of January was really when I really started feeling like myself again. Because um, I had to be, I had more downtime. So I had to like let the injury heal. But as soon as I came out of surgery, he was like, it was 100% success. Like no issues, no nothing. Da, da, da. It took a little bit longer than expected, but that was like weighing off my shoulders. Yeah. So I feel like I'm getting back to being myself. I feel like I'm getting back. I'm outside. outside. (laughs) I'm outside. (laughs) So I'm excited. I'm excited about what's to come. Mm -hmm. I have immense gratitude for the last year of just 
it, it, it sucked. It was traumatic. It was turmoil, but mm-hmm. it made me better. It matured me in the ways that I need to mature. Mm-hmm. And I think it allowed me time to focus on the other parts of life than just being active and like really like soul searching and emotions and uh, mental health. So your boy is back. Okay. I'm outside. Yes. I'm better than ever. Right. Watch out for pose. Terminator. Yes. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I still. I, every time it rains, if it rains, if I go anywhere, uh, I, I look. I'm looking on the floor. I'm like, uh, is there a wet floor? Uh, my friend came over and he like spilled some water. If so I said, you better clean that shit up. Yes. Clean that shit up right now. I need to watch you clean it up. Uh, I, I I I'm I'm scarred a little bit by. It, like if it rains and I gotta mm-hmm. like walk in the building, I'm like, yeah, nervous still. But uh-huh. um, I just I just started walking, no brace, no crutches, probably about three weeks ago. So I, I'm uh, e- each week is better, it gets better, but like uh-huh. I'm still vigilant. Yeah, look, I don't blame you. I have PTSD still from speed bumps, and I don't. <laughs> did I talk about this on the show with you all? But in high school, so everyone knows I have a bad knee, and it came from high school because I was a marching band. And you know, the typical marching band high school after the game, you march from the field to the room, people gotta watch you, it's whole parade, blah, blah, blah. And it was a newbie in front of me, this is my sophomore year, and a newbie in front of me missed their step and oh, Lake Tiller High School, the, the jail high school. There was a speed bump that goes to our, um, I don't know why it's there, but it goes to our um, room that we had to go to the band room. And I tripped on this bump and I busted my whole entire knee. So it's no cartilage, I had to get the almost arthroscopic surgery. And look, I got to take the elevator, so that was nice. And I was on crutches and everything like that, but when it rains, it's a shit show. Yeah. It's like, that's it. And then when I was in college, my freshman year of college, March to the Philadelphia, shout out to the school that shut down. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I got my degree. Um, what happened was the elevator was out, and this is downtown Philly. The elevator was out, and my, I had to go back to my dorm. So the, it was an old style building, but the floor was a marble, and so it was snowing. Oh no. I had groceries and my school books. Oh thinking no. Thinking of multitasker king of the world. Wish I would have been downstairs. My knee hit that marble. I didn't say nothing. I was just like, okay, this shall pass. This two shall pass. I'm just gonna go to my room. I'm just gonna rest, take some Tylenol, and just chill. No, I had to go. So our school didn't have a um, health department or anything. So I had to go down to Thomas Jefferson, my best friend to take me. And. That was a wrap, so they just pretty much wrapped it up, just let it heal and stuff like that. But to this day, you'll hear a crack crack, shout out to Rice Krispie Treats. You'll hear that in my knee because, like... Jesus Christ, yeah. absolutely not. So, absolutely fucking not. Yeah, that's so... But that goes... <laughs> I, listen, <You're> right. <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm scarred. I need to get some, like... I, I'm always in slides. Right now, uh-huh. I'm in slides. <laughs> yeah. But... Boy, when I tell you, man, I I double check. I I love Vans. I've been wearing Vans since I was like two years old. Mm-hmm. But like, when I tell you, I be checking them laces twice. I, I I don't play. I can't. I, I can't afford no more injuries. No. I can't. It's it's. If if you've ever been injured, then you know. Right. You know. Exactly. And especially if you're above 25, you know. Oh. <laughs> if you over the age of, uh, if you in your late 20s, 30s, uh-huh. you know you can't afford no injuries. No. no. And I will be, um, I'll be 30 this year, so I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to move gracefully. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I, I know I'm aging. I'm trying to start the process right. You're right. Yes. It definitely hit different because I'll be 33. I'll be 33 this year in April 
And so, yeah, you definitely feel some things a little differently nowadays. Mm. Your body um, chilling. Your body trying to be yeah. chill. You trying to, I ain't trying to do too much. Right. So, yeah. If you see me just checking around, being very extra careful. I was just in New York last weekend. I, was, I always look down, you know, always say don't, the people, mm-hmm. people say don't look down on the street, but like, no, I'm looking down because I'm not trying to fall through the cracks. I'm not trying to slip again. Listen, uh, sidewalk. It's no fucking jokes, especially the, the fucking subway uh, stairs and shit. Oh, yeah. And they're steep. Right. Mm-hmm. People yeah. spilling like, It's a whole situation. Nope, won't catch me. Ooh, that's rough. Right. But we are here. <laughs> but yeah, but outside of that, I think, um, outside of like getting injured, I think. It was a year of, of growth mm-hmm. and it was i mean anytime i think anyone that has ever experienced a season of growth you know that it's not like a season that you want right. like it's, it's always it, uh-huh. it comes when it's needed it's not when you when you want it or when you know you could already be down you could you could be up it, mm-hmm. it, it just it comes and it, it changes everything and i think i went through a big season of accepting like accepting the way that life is Mm -hmm. and knowing that i do have the power to you know continue to manifest what i want Mm -hmm. but taking the actions and 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 allowing the discipline to follow and um i think that that's what really resonated with me over this last year is like you know we we always talk about uh emotional maturity and we we talk about manifesting and we talk about healing and all these things but it's like all those things are great mm-hmm. but you can't have a dream if you don't take action right i mean well i mean you can you mm-hmm. can't have a dream but you're never gonna get there unless you take action yeah. i think this year was a year where i felt like i couldn't take action mm-hmm. so i had to sit and plan yeah. i had to sit and like and and make it real to myself and so um make it real in other ways and, and take steps in other ways that i typically um would be more i think in front of the camera mm-hmm. and more in front of like an audience and doing shit like that i think this year has been more of a year of like growth potential in saying like how do i want the landscape of my dream to pan out Mm -hmm. and how do i um take the time to enjoy the journey right it's not just about getting from point a to point b it's about okay what is the road that you're taking from point a to point b and Mm -hmm. and you know is it the scenic way is Mm -hmm. it the fast way is it yeah and so I think this year has been a, a, a large year of just taking time to wherever moment I'm in, mm-hmm. just really let it digest and really let it process. And I think I'm trying to do more of that, but just in a different, I think in a different landscape as I roll out stuff over this next year. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> and that definitely falls in line with the whole thing of you know, just going after whatever you want to do, no matter what. You know, uh, I call this episode the Can't Stop One Step episode. And if y'all know this too, these episodes are actually tied after song titles. So if you're old enough to know Can't Stop One Stop, then you'll know what it is. But uh, <laughs> but this pretty much is just an episode where we're just gonna be talking about, you know, just how you can just get to a level where you just want to finally just say, you know what, I'm not gonna let anything stop me. I'm just gonna keep going, push forward. If it's something I want to do, something that I thought was a setback, but it's my setup for something greater, things mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, definitely have those experiences with that. So, I definitely want to talk about that with you all. You know, I know a lot of people, especially nowadays, um, come to me for even advice sometimes, just like, hey, you know, 
I've been thinking about doing this. I see you've still been doing this and that, and how you still doing it, how you still going and stuff like that. So I want to definitely be able to touch on that, you know, get some different experiences, you know, from you as well, and just, you know, just have a yeah. conversation, just chat. And I said to say this uh, episode is brought, uh, brought to you by, what's this? Um, is this Christian Brothers or is this? There's some VSOP and some Pepsi. Um, LOL. <laughs> uh, Bombay and, 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 and club, club, club soda. Yes. Uh, you know, we always got to have a little sip over here on the show. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's a that's a great point is like how to keep going. Mm. Because I think we always talk about manifesting. We always talk about, um, you know, chasing your dreams. But there comes a reality where it's like, do I want to keep going? Mm-hmm. Do I choose to keep going? And I think that was a lot of what I experienced this year in my creative world. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I've had so many setbacks. I'm about to be 30. Do I want to keep pursuing? Do I want to keep producing music? Do I want to keep doing uh, creative visuals and, and, and working towards that? And, and is that what I'm going to be working towards over these next couple of years? Mm-hmm. And so I think you have a lot of um, questions, but I think it's, it's just, there's nothing wrong with having questions. It's when you begin to doubt yourself mm-hmm. that, that 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 becomes a dangerous realm. Um, but I think what I learned is in in the essence of like how to keep going. It's more about doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know people ask me all the time. It's like you know what are you working on? What are you doing? Or you know when is this coming out? Or when is this? And I'm like you know that's great to have that that crowd there that community that wants to see you put out stuff but you have to understand like to have the true success that you want you got to do it for yourself Mm -hmm. to have the longevity that you want you got to show it for yourself because if you show it for other people other people are variable Mm -hmm. communities you could build a strong community and that's great but the community is going to always want you to go in a direction that serves their perspective and their vision and each each person in your community is going to have a different vision mm-hmm. but people show up because you have a story yeah and you have to be authentic and, and 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 stay true to that story that you're telling and i always tell people your journey is your story mm-hmm. your the true shit that you live is your story and if you're if you want to be a pop star then you need to be living like a pop star right and that's not that doesn't mean that you need to be going out <laughs> spending a bunch of money but like you got to have that mentality yeah. it's a mentality like adversity is going to come i was talking to a friend um uh this past week and he's been going through some things and dealing with um you know some setbacks from just like different things coming at him while he's away uh traveling for work Mm -hmm. and you know dealing with business and like this is a height you know a height of a moment for him in the sense that you know he's been planning this trip he's been planning the work that he's doing and of course, during this time frame, of course, adversity is going to come. Of course, all the distractions are going to come. Mm-hmm. But you got to have, if you want to be a pop star, bitch, then you got to have that pop star mentality. Yeah. All this other shit can wait. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I don't have time for that. I got to go be a pop star. Yeah. You got to have the mentality to be authentic to your story. Mm-hmm. But you also have to understand, like, all distractions are going to come. Yeah. Adversity is a part of the journey. Mm-hmm. But you have to continue to live the journey. You have to continue to choose what your goal is choose what you want to manifest because there's there's always going to be an excuse there's mm-hmm. always a way out yeah you can always find a way out right. so people are always going to give you a way out mm-hmm. but you have to choose to show up for your your authentic story your true self and i think that's how you keep going yeah you you 
nobody knows the next step but you. Mm-hmm. And you just got to trust. You got to lean into that. Absolutely. Yes. And that actually brings me back to when... Was well, 15 years ago in April would be the first... The 15th anniversary of when I did the doc report. The, the website version. So back in the day... You know, my one of my friends would call me Wendy Williams Jr. Because I just knew all the information. I just knew information. I just knew everything. Um, wasn't trying to be messy or nothing, but I just knew. I just knew people, especially when I got to college in Philly and everything like that. Going to New York on weekends, intern and everything. I just knew stuff. So I said, you know what? Me and my best friend that was going to Norfolk State at the time, five hours apart. You know, I'm in Philly. He's in VA. And so we just always on the phone talking about stuff. And I was just like, you know what, let me just do a website. There was no really websites at that time. There was Concrete Loop, um, Nicole Bitchy, who I always say was one of my um, everything, one of my mentors, one of my inspirations to even do the website. And I think it was Wrap Up. And I think those were really pretty much only websites at the time. This was pre-Shade Room and all of that. Like, there was nothing really for... I heard something about the Shade Room the other day, but I'm not... I. I... I'll hold on. I think my my sister asked me something about the shave room too. It might be the same. They said who run the shave room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said they said it was somebody's church. Yeah, I ain't gonna say who because yeah. I'm not gonna get sued. But right. Um. Well, I think we talked about this guy on the show plenty of times on FNL Radio, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, our Radio, Spotify. Blah, what you blah, blah. say about him? Um. I I'm over here sipping. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the tea. Uh. Uh. His. Name starts with a T. We ain't gotta tell his name. I just want to know what's the T about him. Um. Well, there's just a lot about him and his church and everything like that. And you know, shout to Bishop Eddie Long, who has long passed and gone, but he has a successor. Okay. It's not my black ass business. But um. <laughs> All right. All right. Listen. Uh, allegedly. 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 <laughs> I ain't seen no facts. Ain't nothing I say right. is true. I ain't say no names. <laughs> I just said an initial. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Y'all put whatever context clues y'all want together. Yes, Google Ain't got is nothing free. to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't got nothing to me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, going back to the document, when I did the website and everything, it was always fun. I was at, because I'm a very perfectionist, so I didn't have no team with me because I always want to make sure everything is right. So I did every, all the stories myself. I'm in class doing stories at the same time while I was always doing projects and papers and stuff, but it was like a passion of mine. It was like, it was something fun. And then you start seeing the influx of like a lot of different websites start coming out and I got bored. It was probably like around 2011, yeah, 2011. I got kind of bored with the website, 2011, 2012. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop doing this for now. And that started doing FNL Radio. And so that was fun because I got to talk my shit and people got to see the side of me because on paper it's one thing. But he actually hear my voice and people were like, oh, you talk like that, Reggie? To this day, my parents have not heard the show because they need to hear my mouth on this show. That little well. But <laughs> they know of the show, but they don't know what's on it. You know what? I, to the, I they might hear it now because my mom be on TikTok now. So. Listen, I'll tell you this. I didn't, I didn't tell my parents that I did music until like this year. Uh-huh. And um, I have a freestyle out. It's called Best Believe. Uh-huh. 29 Freestyle. I wrote it. I read a freestyle. I don't always put them out, but I read a freestyle on my birthdays. Uh-huh. And uh, I talked some shit in that. In that. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck no more. Like, yeah. if like, 
either you gonna support me or you, or you not. Right. And so I sent I fucking sent him the link. <laughs> and he listened to it. He's like, don't let your mom hear. <laughs> and I was like, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. We'll leave that at that. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> it's yeah. No, I I res- I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You gotta you gotta think about. Oh no, they're gonna bring that up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. So family, they know about the show. Now if you hear it, that's on you. Just don't bring up me no questions about what you heard. Don't listen. You heard what I said. Ain't no, yes. There was no question. Right. That was Doc. That's not Reggie. That's Doc. Hello. Yes. Compartmentalized. Cold right. Press Poppy. Yes. Tatishi. Yes. It's two, two, two yes, separate entertainment side. Yes. yes. But um, when I was doing the website and doing the radio show, and I just got exhausted doing everything, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop doing the website. I bought the website back for a short time in 2015 and 2016, but I got bored again. And I started doing paying attention to the show, and I think for a long time I wanted to do a website, well, a podcast, just renamed the Doc Report. And I was so scared for so long. I've been talking about this show since twenty twenty. Yeah. I just now doing it twenty two, because it was like okay, I'm putting a lot of myself out there. I keep thinking about it, but it's like, am I second guessing myself? Am I going to do it? Mm-hmm. And once I'm about to hit record, I'm like, nah. Let me just do the funny shit that everyone like on FNL Radio. Just talk. Music news and entertainment news and just be fun. Mm-hmm. And you got to do the shit that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And when I finally did it, that first episode, I didn't have no drinks. I just like, let me just talk. And I just gave a like, brief synopsis of my life and what's going on for the past however many years I've been on the show. And it got a good reception. I was like, okay, so let me do more now and let me. Mm-hmm. Get more information because I had the list of topics. These same topics I actually had on this paper on my, on my phone. The same topics I had since twenty twenty when I planned the whole show. Mm-hmm. You sent me the topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't stray too far from the topics. Everything's still the same. But I was like, let me finally just do it and get mm-hmm. out of my own head, get out of my own way, and just do it. And then to circle back around to that, I did the whole NGO thing on Instagram where people mm-hmm. get to ask anonymous questions and stuff like that. Y'all thirsty asses, I told you, I called y'all out on the last show. Please, people, you want to be nasty. LOL. Please. Y'all don't want to see what's right. in my not exactly. going to lie. I be, I answer, I try to answer all my not going to lies. Right. Even when they're bad, because it's just like, I'm not afraid to like, to say, to tell you exactly where what lane you belong mm-hmm. in. Yeah. But sometimes it, it, it'll be a little yeah, wild. Yeah, be out of the pocket a lot yeah. of times. I'll be like, okay now. Like, would you t- would you use that? Would you what what would your mama do? Right, exactly. <laughs> you was not raised like that. <laughs> Where did this come from? Who get that attitude from? <laughs> yes, <laughs> but won't say it in person. Hiding behind anonymous. But um, someone asked, um, why do you still do the doctor or do FNL radio, and you not big or something like that? And I told them, well. They brought the fact sheet because I still get hella streams and all of that. And we don't even do a show all the time. Like, this could be like a six-month gap and people are still listening to the old shows. It could always resonate, resonate, turn back into what's going on currently now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Robert Sylvester. But, um... <laughs> which I had to go back to the 2018 shows and see how that all resonated back to what's going on in current time. Mm-hmm. We've been new. But, um... Shout out to Pete Piper. But... Or P. Diddy. So, Ooh. um... <laughs> Ooh. But, I said that because I have been doing FNL Radio for 14 years now. And part of me, at that time, didn't want to be 
fame, like not famous, but like I guess social media famous. Mm-hmm. But I was on MySpace and Twitter to promote and stuff like that. But I didn't want to be like out there because I was still like the shy kid, kind of still. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to be on front street and all of that. Mm-hmm. And it was twenty twenty again. You had a lot of time to sit down. Had good, some good therapy sessions with my therapist, and I had to realize, you know what? Let me start giving myself my own flowers because people were giving me flowers, but I wasn't really accepting them. Cause I'd always be like, "Oh no, it's cool." No. That's it. You, it's hard sometimes. You gotta really truly believe in yourself mm-hmm. because I noticed that's something that I do. I used to do too. It's like someone give me a compliment, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's whatever." Yeah. You never say thank you. Right. You never. You never like really believe in that. Yeah. And it took this year of me feeling like I lost everything, feeling like I lost myself, feeling like... Because I did lose who I've known for for years of Mm -hmm. myself because I wasn't that active person. I wasn't that person that could just, you know, get up and be independent. I've been independent since I was two years old. When I was climbing on the counter, I tried to run away when I was two years old Uh because I was like, bitch, this ain't ain't it. Right, yeah. (laughs) But um, you got to believe in yourself because... I mean, the first thing is, how the fuck you going to ask someone else to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? Right. That's number one. Mm-hmm. If I don't trust myself to make decisions, you if you're signing up to do something, if you, if you are um, applying yourself to do anything, you're doing it with intention. Mm-hmm. And if you don't trust yourself, how are you making informed choices with your intentions? Yes. Trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think there's one thing that really resonates with me and what I always say to myself when I'm making creative decision, decisions or putting something out there is there's there's two questions. Am I proud of what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Am I proud of the work? And if I'm not proud of my work, that means that I need to keep working. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is, it's not really a question, but it's, it's a statement, is be unapologetic. Yeah. Like, you can't give a fuck. You can't give that many fucks. If you're going to put something out there, I always tell people, it's not my job to train someone's perspective of me. Mm-hmm. My job is to live unapologetically and truthfully mm-hmm. and be the best version of myself and yeah. be the most, uh, love, love myself through, through every chapter that I'm going through. Even when I don't like myself, mm-hmm. I still need to love myself. Yeah. And, um, when you're, I think, what people miss a lot of times when you're working in the creative industry is there's so much work to do one little small thing. Mm-hmm. And so where someone might see something and be like, oh, this isn't this because mm-hmm. they're comparing it to this. You don't always have that big machine behind you. Right. You don't have that huge corporation behind you that is capitalizing to make money. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because this is my art. I'm doing this because this is what I love. Mm-hmm. And I had a conversation with one of my friends the other day and I told him, I said, Listen, I have to get up and believe in myself. So when I see that my friends don't don't ride for me the way that they say that they ride for me, mm-hmm. I have to I have to I do peep that. Yeah. I have to I have to look at that because it takes a lot of courage to put anything out there. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of courage to be yourself in front of or on a recorded line. Yeah. You know, where people can go back. Right. Because it's it's you know, it's a vicious word. Listen, Twitter is vicious. Look. Twitter is nasty. I be reading through yes. them comments all the time. Be like, I'm going to shut up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to scroll by. Mm-hmm. It's like when you see a car, I see you like, I got to keep yeah, going. I keep going. I'm my business. But um, <laughs> listen, like the world 
is cruel. Mm-hmm. But that's why you have to be unapologetic. When yeah. you make a choice, you have to go. You have to just ride with your intuition, ride with your intentions, and and under, If you understand your intention, then everything else that follows is whatever happens. Mm-hmm. That's just feedback. Right. But if my intentions are good, then the feedback will help me learn how to keep having good intentions, but maybe tailor it to how I'm presenting it to an audience. Yeah. But I always tell people this too. I say, listen, I don't make content. I make art and then mm-hmm. I and then I make content from that art. Right. But you have to make the art first. And the art is being yourself and having your own perception, having your own interpretation, a, allowing your perspective to be true. Mm-hmm. And so getting out there and putting yourself out there and, and, and pivoting, that's another thing is you got to pivot to survive. Yeah, I I want. I hope if you're listening, I hope that everyone understands here. It's like, if you if you're stagnant, you're never gonna live a full life. You're gonna live one version of your life. Mm-hmm. You have to pivot. Things are gonna happen in your life that force you to change. Yeah. And either you're gonna accept change or you're gonna challenge change. But regardless, the change is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So you might as well lean into that. Yeah. Lean into that intuition. So, yeah, man, you got you you gotta. You get you just gotta grab life by the ball and say I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because at some point, I would rather live and be honest with myself and know my true self mm-hmm. than go out there and continue to change myself and shape myself or dull my shine for other people. Yeah. I know I'm brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know you're brilliant. Mm-hmm. I know you're brilliant. Mm-hmm. But nobody else knows until who. Okay. This is the question I ask myself. Mm-hmm. I say, how do people know the potential I have unless I show them? Right. So every time I get nervous about putting something out, every mm-hmm. time I get, you know, questions, should I do this or should I not do this? I say, how do they know what I possess unless I show them? Mm-hmm. And I was at a party literally last night and um, I was with my best friend and he has never really seen me like DJ. And I haven't, I don't really DJ. I should say curate because mm-hmm. I, I, that's coming. Right. I'm, I'm actually going to start DJing this year. Okay. Um, but he's never seen me like curate. And so it was like 2 a.m. at this party last night. Everyone's like, okay, let's go out. Let's go out to after club or whatever because we were at a party. Mm-hmm. And um, I just got on the aux and I just started playing. I was like, and he, like he was like, uh, it would be like 30, 45 seconds in a song. And I would like move to the next song. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, just let it play. I was like, shh, shh. Just let me do what I'm doing. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. The, the point of the song is for people to get the, the best part out of it. Right. You give them that moment to build up to that best part, sing mm-hmm. it, feel it, and then you move on. Yeah. And you keep that's how you keep the vibe going. Mm-hmm. I had the people jumping from 2 a.m. to 4.30, back to back, everybody in the kitchen fucking dancing. Like, that kitchen was packed. Okay. And so he never saw that. Mm-hmm. He's never seen me like that. But the thing is, it's like, he can't... I. I see that like his version and his perspective of what I do as a producer is different than what maybe someone else does because he's seen and experienced them. Yeah. He hasn't seen and experienced me as a as a curator, as a as a producer. Mm-hmm. And you know, that moment sh- opened his eyes. He's like, "Yo, at first I didn't understand what you were doing, but but like I get it now. But it it took me having to defend." At the beginning, I had to defend what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I had to defend my intentions to say, no, no, no. I know what I'm doing. Let me let me ride. Let, yeah, me, let yeah. me ride. And that's why we got to 4.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. And then we were at Waffle House talking yeah. about, yo, that shit was lit. Because you have to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to trust your intuition. If you're going to sign up to do something, you got to lean in and lean in with all that you have. Yeah. And there's going to be... 
opposition, there's going to be adversity that comes that says, stop. That's going to say, I don't get it. Yeah. You're not getting it. Do it for the people that do get it. Mm-hmm. Do it for the people that do get it. Absolutely. And and rock with that. Stick with that. Mm-hmm. Show it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Be authentic to your story. And the, the people that will get it, that's your community. That's your wave that will build. Mm-hmm. And anything after that, fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, piggyback off um, what you said into example. So um, going back to when... I started giving myself my flowers because people were giving me flowers and stuff like that. People was, and I would tell them, "Hey, if no radio, so on this, then the other thing. Oh, you want know, all this stuff? Okay, cool. Or if I go to events, people don't realize I have a media pass on because the way I shoot stuff, I shoot like I'm in the crowd with everyone else. I don't want to be behind the stage, behind your back, looking at the artist performing. Like, I'm, I'm in the audience. I'm in getting actual guerrilla footage because mm-hmm. I want you to feel like you're there too. And it's like, oh, you have the show. Okay, let me listen. And then they'll go back and like. I know you've been doing this for so long. You've been doing this before. All this other shit been out here. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk my shit because I have been doing this before. Shade Room before. Everyone's doing podcasts. Before it became a cool thing. Because when I was doing shows on FNL Radio, the only podcast I did was sports talk, news talk, politics talk. And that was it. It was probably two entertainment stuff at the time. And now you see everyone and their mama got yeah. podcasts. So I talked my shit with that. Kind of like, you know what? I never gave up, though, because there were times I was like, huh? Do I still want to do this? Because I'm not trying to be famous, but at the same time, it's like, it's a lot of work. But I was like, no, I'm going to keep doing it. And I just kept pushing. My co-host, Monique, even though she's busy right now with life and everything, we still get back when we can. Again, they could listen back to those old episodes, and they'd be like, you know, that's relevant to what's going on right now. Y'all been new stuff, because I got my sources. But, yeah. <laughs> but then also another thing, too. The was, truth don't change. Nope. <laughs> and then another thing, too, so when you're going back, showing examples, when people are like, oh, I know you did this and that, or how it is behind the scenes, really. Um, a situationship I had last year. Um, I was, last summer, I was outside because, you know, everything was back open here uh-huh. in VA. And so, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I was at different festivals and different concerts. And so I'm doing, shooting my footage and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, you want to come with me? I'm like, yo, you can come with me. You stay, look, come see what I do. Mm-hmm. And he was just amazed, like, oh, you be shooting this? Oh, you get interviews with that? He was just in awe. And I was like, yeah, this is what I do. This what you see on social media. Or even if 13 News decide to pick it up and I do an interview with them. It's like, yeah, this is what I do. Like, you just see, like, a small clip of it on social media. But it's a lot. You got to go through to get the passes to just shoot the stuff and then decide what you're going to put in that package and everything. Mm-hmm. And so when people get to really appreciate and see what you've been doing, that's when it's like, okay, it's rewarding. And then it just makes you even push yourself further. Like, okay. Now what's next for me? What do I want to do next? And you keep thinking in the back of your mind. So this year, I got a camera for Christmas because I haven't done photography in forever. I was like, you know what? That's something I used to really love a lot in college. Well, I haven't done that in a long time. Yes, my iPhone will suffice and everything. That's real cool. But to pick up a DSLR and change the lens and everything like that, go real old school with it, I was like, I missed that. So got a camera. Now I'm going to start doing that this year when I go up to pull up the festivals and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not going to have my phone anymore. I know it's the iPhone guy, but now I'm going to have my actual camera with the, yeah. with the lens and the flash and everything. You're investing into into your craft. Yeah. yeah. Or like in Scott Manor, as I call my house, Scott Manor. You see, I'm in my office slash studio right now. This is going to be all redecorated by the summer. I'm going to like change it up and actually make this a little more like a situation. It so feels when good I, when you... Um... It feels good when people lean into your process mm-hmm. and actually take the time to see. Um, 
I have a record that that I'm working on, and I think my you know my best friend has seen me like go from like not making. I I've always done music, but I took uh, an extended break. So when he mm-hmm. met me, when we met back in t- like 2016, 2015, we like. I wasn't doing music. I was. Mm-hmm. I had just started coaching. Yeah. And so like he's seen me be a coach. He's never seen me like do music. He's never seen me, um, like produce or like write songs or anything like that. So, to him, it's very second nature to like see me do that. It's like mm-hmm. you know, he's still like getting used to it. Whereas people that know me before, mm-hmm. like even like people that knew me in high school knew that I did music. Knew that mm-hmm. I write songs. I had a band. We were in like the in the Virginia pilot and like we we like played shows and we did everything. I wrote all our songs, mm-hmm. um, and you know, it's funny because it's like people remember you can't cha- you can't shape other people's perspective. The only thing you can really do is live your life mm-hmm. authentically. I can just show up as myself, and however the picture that people paint me is their version of me, and that's mm-hmm. that's. The, their truth to them yeah if you see me at a party you're gonna paint me as a person that goes to a party mm-hmm. if you see me at work you're gonna see me you're gonna paint me as a person that goes to work yeah so it's like i'm not trying to control people's perspectives but mm-hmm. every now and then it's like your perspective can evolve right and i think he's gotten the chance to see his perspective evolve over especially these last couple of months where like he uh i was working on a, uh, working on a track i've been working a lot more on like um, I've always done house music, but like mm-hmm. even more heavily like warehouse club type music. And um, I was working on a track and I played it for him. He's like, yo, this is great. He's like, I would love this. this, this. So like, you know, we hopped in the lab and fucking was changing up shit on this record. Mm-hmm. And so he's now proud of this record. Okay. But like he gets it now because mm-hmm. it's like when you see the fruition of something come and when you see like it, it takes work yeah. to, to create a product mm-hmm. that you see. A lot of people just consume. They don't create. Yeah. And so when you just consume, you don't understand the heart that you have to put into to projects. So mm-hmm. the, I have to get up again. I have to be resilient again. Yeah. And so as a creative and as an artist, you have to give yourself grace mm-hmm. a lot of the time yeah. to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a part of manifestation. Yeah. And 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 more past the manifestation because manifestation is just the first step. Mm-hmm. Manifestation is the idea that this can happen. Yeah. Whereas I think, you know, can't stop, won't stop is the fact that bitch, I gotta get up and create action. Yeah. And I have to do that again mm-hmm. and again yes. and again. And it's it's that's the choice you have to choose. Mm-hmm. The choice is to, to show up again. I was I told someone today, I said Life is about life isn't about learning to let go. Life is about learning to get good at starting again, mm-hmm. at, at learning to get up again. Because everything's gonna knock you down. You gotta have a setback after another setback after another setback. Yes. You gotta learn to be resilient, and that's how you become successful. You can't waver it just because of someone's opinion or someone someone chooses that that you don't have the validity that they want. Mm-hmm. Half the time, these bitches don't even have the understanding to to see what to know what we do. Right, you know. Exactly. So I think it's it's learning to. What one thing I always tell people to I say, learn to respect yourself first, mm-hmm. because if I respect myself, then everyone else will follow. Yeah. And a part of respecting myself is respecting the time, and the commitment that I invest into into my craft mm-hmm. and into what I do, and so. Yeah, like, 
you really you really gotta have a mindset of there is no other option. Mm-hmm. There is no. I have to invest in myself. Yeah. I have to invest in my craft. Mm-hmm. I have to pivot. I have to grow. I have to change the office. Yeah. I have to change the scenery because you you have to give your craft new light. Mm-hmm. And no one else is going to do it for you. Right. No one else is going to get up and make your dreams happen. Exactly. So, bitch, get the fuck up. <laughs> yes. One, two, three, get up off them dicks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, man, you got to get up. Absolutely. No, that's really true because, like you're saying, like you can, you know, manifest and everything and you keep thinking about it. And, and once you actually put the action, it's like, okay, but you got to keep going. It's not just a one, you know, everyone gets... It seems say, easy in your head. Yeah. And I want to <laughs> say lucky. You know, people get that little break here and there was like, okay, oh, they got that little one moment. So now they're going to keep going off of that. But no, there's some people that actually, you got to keep going because if you don't keep going, then that's it. Like, I told someone today, I said, listen, I said, the secret of life is working while you wait. Mm-hmm. And and um, I was talking, it's so crazy because this has been the conversation this week, but it's been getting me together because I was definitely like last week, two weeks ago. I was like, bitch, I don't want to do this shit no more. I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have those moments. You're going to have moments where you're tired. The universe is going to tell you what, you what you're supposed to be doing. Life is going to tell you where you're supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. So even when you don't feel like doing that shit, that shit going to yes, remind you, right. no, this is this is what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. And like, you don't, like, once you've invested so much, it's like, you can't turn back around because I've, I've invested so much. And um, I had some studio time on the books and I was like, fuck, like, I don't really want to go in here and do it. Like, I don't have anything that I really want to work on. I have a lot. I have like six albums worth of music. Just oh, wow. just, just chilling. Uh-huh. And I was just like, bitch, I don't got nothing. I don't really work on. I don't want to go in here. I'm not feeling you know, inspired. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And um, literally the night before, I, I, I got sick the day I was supposed to go to shoot the studio, so I had to reschedule. And then I was just like sitting in that writer's block. I was sitting in that mood. I was just like festering. I was sick and all this shit. Tuesday pulls up, Tuesday morning pulls up, and I'm going, I'm supposed to go in the studio that day. And I'm like, I still ain't got nothing. I, I, like, nothing is, like, hitting me. Like, I got shit, but, like, nothing is, like, you know, really pulling on me. Mm-hmm. And I took a 30-minute nap. And in that 30-minute nap, bitch, I had a dream that, like, I wrote a whole song <laughs> in the dream. And I don't ever remember shit when I, like, dream. Like, mm-hmm. I just wake up and be like, ooh, duh. Yeah. Like, you know? And But I remember the whole fucking shit. And... That gave me life again. It, life will will remind you who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, I've been having this conversation. But what I what I what I told someone, I said, listen, I said you can't have abundance unless you work. Mm-hmm. You everybody wants abundance. Everybody wants the blessings to fall. Everybody wants the the clout and and the and the and the crowd to scream their name. But but the truth of the matter is that shit's not gonna happen if you don't work. Right. And you gotta work while you wait. Mm-hmm. You gotta work when you don't know. You gotta work when when you're not sure. Yeah. You gotta keep fucking going. You gotta keep taking action because no one's gonna do it for you. Mm-hmm. There's no one that's gonna come save your dream for you. Nope. You're not gonna get discovered by being stagnant. You're right. not gonna get uh, promoted by doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you that's integrity. Integrity is doing shit when no one's around. Mm-hmm. You got to find the integrity of being an artist. You got to find the integrity of being a creative. You got to find the integrity of being a media host. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to tell you what your script is. Nobody's going to tell you what the fuck is going on. You might see some shit on social media, but you got to find the true story. You got to dig. And so it's... Yep. You got to... You gotta. I, I think 
if there's anything that I've learned as being an artist is that there's a lot of people that have dreams. There's a lot of people that want it. There's a lot of people that have a lot of good fucking ideas. There's not a lot of people that take action. Right. There's not a lot of people that actually show up. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of people that do the work. There's not a lot of people that continue to get knocked down and get back up because it's like, it's not an option. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are the bitches that make it. It's the ones that say, it's not an option. There's no plan B. Yeah. I'm going to do this shit till the day I die. Mm-hmm. And if you ride with yourself, if you really rock with yourself, life has its own algorithm. It's going it's, it's gonna, to... Success, success will pan out. Yes. Yeah, success comes in different ways. It's not just always the high amount of numbers and stuff like that. It comes in who shows up for you. You can see the people actually there for you. The support system. The community. Like, yeah. yeah, so it's not always... Oh, I got 900 million views on my TikTok video, whatever. No, as long as you have your success, if you're, I won't say comfortable, but comfortable in a way of like, you know that you have what you got going on. Like, you're not comfortable with, you know, level zero, but when you're at a level where you're like, you know what, I'm, I feel like I made it to where I want to be at, and now you just get even more amp to go higher than that mm-hmm. so it's always in that inspiration just that dedication which you have to do because like you said no one's going to do it for you you have to put in the work you have to put in the drive the hours the blood sweat tears everything i know it's mm-hmm. cliche but no that's really true shit. you gotta burn the midnight oil you gotta be yeah. on a 3 a.m podcast yeah. <laughs> but listen i love this i love this yes. shit because this is the shit that you remember right you rem- you you are gonna when you do make it mm-hmm. all those nights all those times that you had to sacrifice mm-hmm you're going to be grateful. It's like, there's, there ain't no shit like when your shit sticks. Yes. It, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't capitalize, you can't fathom, you can't recreate something that's, that feels true and authentic. And I, there's no better feeling than when people rock with your shit. Mm-hmm. Than when people, when people continue to show up for you. Yes. That's the difference between these views and these likes. Bitch, I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck about no likes. Right. I don't give a fuck about this clout on, online. Like, I fuck, with, I fuck with my community. I do. Mm-hmm. But I don't chase clout. And I think right. if anyone anyone that has followed me and known me over the years, it's like, I've had so many opportunities to chase clout. Mm-hmm. I've had so many people hit me up and be like, you want to do this? You want to do that? Yeah. Bitch, no. Right. I want to be me. Yes. Bitch, I, I, got, I got my vision. I know what the fuck I'm going to do. Exactly. And it's just like, I don't need you to believe in me for me to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. And when you learn that, Bitch, you're unstoppable. Yeah. You're invincible. Mm-hmm. But you got to believe in yourself. That goes back, again, to believing in yourself. You can't be doubting yourself because if you doubt yourself, the it's not the fact that doubt's going to creep in. It's the fact that you're going to be doubting yourself one day and someone's going to say the wrong thing to you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to disqualify yourself. Right. You can't, you, can't, you can't allow yourself that. That's not... Nope. You got to give yourself grace when it's hard. Mm-hmm. And get the fuck up. Yes. Get up. Mm-hmm. Take action. <laughs> yes. Get up. Yes. <laughs> that's 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 my rule. That's my rule of thumb. Yes, absolutely. So oh y'all been actually taking notes on this episode? LOL. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but as y'all have been telling me, y'all been actually taking notes and y'all been actually listening to the advice and stuff like that because I've been giving all y'all free advice for so long. I should charge. No, I'm not gonna charge. LOL. Y'all, but, uh, get that check. <laughs> yeah. Get that check. Y'all give me checks about listening. But um, no. <laughs> but I do thank you all. Uh, and I thank you for even coming on the show because, like I said, it's been so long yeah. since you've been it was supposed to do this episode. Everything do, happens in its right time. Right. And look, inspiration comes in at any time of the night. And look at it. Look at here. I'm, I'm gonna say one last thing. Uh-huh. 
this is this is my advice to you all listening. If you if you're a creative, if you're taking action, if you want to start a business, don't run from accountability. No. Don't run from accountability and because that's what's going to help you take the right actions. Mm-hmm. Don't run from feedback because it's going to help you shape those actions. Yes. Let that shit soak in, but get the fuck up and take action. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't like the way someone said something, just to, because someone didn't receive what, what your vision the way you wanted to mm-hmm. doesn't mean that your vision is, is invalid. Mm-hmm. It means that you got more work to do. Yeah. So which means that you need to what? Get the fuck up mm-hmm. and take some action. Yeah. So so take don't be afraid to put your shit out there. Don't be afraid for people to, to hear what you have to say, for people to see what you do. Just understand that the part of success a part of success is Choosing to keep going when you don't hear what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Or you're not getting the things that everyone else is getting. It's not about everyone else. It's about your journey. It's about your story. So don't run from accountability. Take action daily. Daily. Get up every day. Do something. It could be one thing. It could be two things. It could be five minutes. It could be five hours. Do something for yourself and for your goals each day. Mm-hmm. And and really trust yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. And show yourself grace. Very last thing I'll say, when you're not sure what to do in life, I always tell people, this is what I, this is how I survive life. When I'm not sure what to do in life, when I'm really down in life, go have fun. Yes. Go have fun. Because mm-hmm. fun will teach you how to live life. Mm-hmm. Kids play and learn how to le- live life. Yes. They say there's three pillars to life. Work, love, and fun. Mm-hmm. Or play. Go play. Go have fun. Go finesse your craft. Go, mm-hmm. go enjoy yourself. Yes. Go out because that's going to tell you, that's going to give you the response that you need to keep moving and mm-hmm. the grace that you need to keep going, the laughter to heal you. So get the fuck up, right. bitches. Yes. Get up. And there's a lot of inspiration out there too when you go outside <laughs> at night and just see all the craziness. It could be just some fun shit, some craziness, some wild shit, some ratchet shit, whatever. You're gonna find inspiration, whatever it is, whatever if you're a painter, if you're a singer, you're a rapper, whatever, you're gonna find inspiration in all those things and you can get back home and you're like, you know what? That inspired me to do this. Let me go put this in my stuff and get this situated Bitch, real go quick. have fun. Yes. Just don't be afraid to have fun. Right. Don't shit. take it too seriously. Yeah, I had to learn that shit last year. Well, in twenty 2020, twenty, in twenty twenty one. Because in my previous relationship, I was locked in the house back in the day. But oh, now I had to learn to be outside again. That's another episode. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but um, I do thank you again for coming on to the Dr. Port podcast. So let people know where they can listen to your music, where they can find you on social media. Yeah. You know, you're a low-key celebrity on social media. But I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm an introvert at heart, y'all. Um, my, my Instagram uh, handle is at househusbandxx. Same thing on Twitter. You can find my music at Tatishi, T-A-T-I-S-H-I, or at Cold Press Poppy. Uh, Cold Press Poppy is my producer tag and producer name. So you're going to get a lot of like EDM, house, like more uh, club type shit there. Whereas uh, Tatishi is a more personal project. And I have some Tatishi stuff coming this year. So I think if you like, um, I'm going to just rattle some names off. You may not know all of them, but like it. If you fuck with like SZA and Frank Ocean and like Joji and like those kind of more eclectic little Yachty just dropped an album, yeah, Let's Real Fire. Right. If you understand that vibe and that mm-hmm. eclecticness, that's what you're gonna get with Tatishi. Mm-hmm. And I, um, like I said, I have like I have a lot of stuff sitting, but I I've compiled. I have three different projects I'm working on. I'm helping some other people work on their projects. So 
If you want to get out and shake that ass, go listen to Cold Press Poppy singles. Uh, if you want to experience uh, Cold Press Poppy albums, if you want to like be in your feelings a little bit, Tatishi is going to have you in your feelings. So okay, all different moves yeah. and different people. Okay. Different moves for different people. Yeah, it's different, it's different, different the same move for same person. Different yeah. moves. For listen, same I need to compartmentalize for myself yeah. because Tatishi <laughs> be in his feelings, right. but like. Cold Press Poppy is that dude that's like the hype man. He wants uh-huh. he wants everyone to have an experience and have a good time. And so I think as you all follow me, you will see my artistry and how it, how the two are separate, um, like a yin and a yang. It's, right. it's two different entities, but I mean they're both me. It's just a different side of me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yes, absolutely. So you know, of course, on FNL Radio, you know, when you get the music. You know, we got big FNL Radio. Yeah, I got you. Know, you. I'll give you some exclusives. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But, um, of course, you can listen to the Doc Report Podcast on FNL Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Pandora, iHeart, Google, Amazon, somewhere else. Again, people, the whole list is up there. Wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever y'all been listening to and subscribe to, continue to listen to up there. There will be more episodes coming If you listening sure. now. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Keep listening, bitch. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> There'll be more shows and more entertaining stuff for you. I told y'all I'm gonna get a little piece of me in every episode, so y'all can stop being nosy now. I'm telling y'all myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I thank you all for tuning in to the Doctor Podcast, and I'll check you all next time. Y'all be safe. I listen on FNL Radio. Don't bust through the heads with bottles and use your motherfucking words, everybody. Oh my god. <laughs> Look. <laughs> y'all be safe out there. <laughs> Take action. Get outside. Have fun, but be safe. <laughs> All right, everyone. Peace. See y'all.